Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Cash It Out, presented by Cash Sports. Let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go. That's my block. Bringing you into a Mac and Chew Hash It Out podcast. What's going on, B-Mac? That's a great song recommendation, by the way. Back at it again with Scarface. I love Scarface. I think he's one of the top five rappers of all time from the uh, from Ghetto Boys. Has a couple of songs uh, that are just awesome. No t- tears. Uh, basically, any song from Office Space. He's an absolute stud, dude. Um, so anyway, we've had some technical difficulties in the past. So uh, background BV got a little butt hurt. So uh, we're going old school. It's Mac and Chew solo. It's Mac and Chew after hours. Hash it out. Presented to you by Hash Sports. Uh, no background BVD, so it looks like we're right on everything we say. Yep, no no checking errors now. So uh, let's get into it, BMAC. Um, big day in soccer tomorrow. I know we're down to the um, quarterfinals, eight teams left. I uh, wanted to review a few matches with you. Let's start with um, my boys, Italy, just bringing... Spain, the defending champs behind the woodshed and just beating the brakes off them. You catch that game? I did catch that game, and uh, I don't know how I, I I have a love hate relationship with the Italians because they flop. Sometimes they flop, and they just make it look so terrible and stupid, and it looks so dumb for soccer. But then sometimes they flop, and it is an absolute art form. Oh yeah, and they, and they're. I don't know if you saw that over the video. I know you listeners and Hogan, but I even gave the hands up Italian talking with my hands move there. And it's like if you're the ref, that acting is spot on. It's like, oh, it's a media Mario. The pasta fazul is a foul. Even you know, if nobody knew you were Italian before with the name Nick Marzullo, they know now because that was spot on right there. Spot on, dude. And I'm not gonna lie, um, Italy is is has returned to greatness. Their whole team is looking. Dynamite, led by Gigi Buffon, uh, back there in net, and uh, my boy Graziano Pele, who... You love Graziano Pele. Love Graziano Pele. Gonna order his jersey uh, sometime here in the near future. But, I called it the whole game. Um, Chicharillo had a had a goal off a... It was a free kick, top of the 18, bounced off the goalie, and he comes in and puts it home. Other than that, there was very little scoring until injury time, when my boy Graziano has a his patent scissor kick and puts it in the back of the net, puts the game away, and sends the Italians on to the quarterfinals. Yeah, but you know who that brings him up against in, in the quarterfinals? 
The Germans, the oh, Deutschland, the, the motherland. Not the Germans. Uh, well, yeah, it's a rematch of the uh, FIFA World Cup semifinals back in 06. And uh, we beat their ass then. Hopefully we can beat their ass again. But uh, with names like Bastian Feinsager, who knows, man? I, the Germans are pretty good. They're pretty they, – I mean, they are loaded with stars. Mueller, uh, Gota, they have – Tony Cruz. I mean, they're they're loaded with a bunch of players that, and they have probably the best goalie in the world, Manuel Neuer. Yep. So that's going to be a hell of a matchup. Yep. I'm taking Germany just because you're taking Italy, honestly. Uh, and that, that you know, I, well, we need a little competition here. We do, we do. That cuts. You know, uh, Germany is one of the um, historic football powerhouses. Um, so is Italy. So it should be a great match. But I think the Italian Spain Spain match was was overshadowed by the Iceland Vikings, who yes. who pulled off maybe one of the biggest sports upset in the history of sports when they took that down. That was so awesome. Yep. Taking down England, which is unreal. 330,000 people. That's the population of Iceland. 330,000 people. Pop- Atlanta has more than that. I, I mean, that is ridiculous. Uh, England, population of 56 million, and they pride themselves on soccer. You know, that's probably where soccer was first honestly invented i don't know where it was invented but they sure took ownership of it and i mean that is like usa going into this olympics and going down to turkey or something in basketball yeah yep and um i think the the highlight of that game was the iceland celebration when they pulled out when they pulled out i believe they call it the haka yeah, I can uh, stat check you there. I'm going to call it the Haka as well. No, it is the Haka. I wrote a blog about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it is the uh, Well, yeah, I mean, they, that was a little Viking uh, meets, what, 300 Gladiator, I think you said oh, earlier. Just I, a little chant there. I loved it. It was like the first scene in Gladiator when the uh, when the Romans take on the Huns. And, and it was like, oh, oh, and it was nuts. And if I'm any other team out there and I saw that, I'm a little bit scared. It's kind of like the uh, the New Zealand. Uh, they do that little tribal dance before every game. Yep. Um, kind of reminded me of that, but it was awesome. It was. I loved it. It was awesome, man. So that brings us. Uh, we get eight teams left. Uh, let's run through the matchups real quick. First. Uh, so Iceland is going up against France. Um, do you give Iceland a chance? Give me Iceland all day and twice. Give on, me Iceland. On twice on Iceland. Give me, the, dude. Like. Give me Iceland is a team of destiny, and they, and a little France. Oh, wee wee, me me. Uh, they're a bunch of they're a bunch of girls. Um, I know it's in France, but I don't care. They don't need I mean, they don't need home te- home court advantage when your country has less than a half a million people. I mean, give me Iceland. I mean, I know. I mean, we kind of we kind of stole it from them there. And what was that ninety eight with uh, Charlie Conway and Adam Banks against uh, Gunnar Stahl in Iceland? Oh, Gordon Bombay leading the best hockey team ever to take the ice, taking down Team Iceland. Sorry, Wolf Stanson. So uh, we're going to make up for this one with, uh, what, would you call it a mortal lock, lock of the week there, Iceland over France? Give me Iceland over France, mortal lock. I'll, I'll put money in that game, too, to show you how confident I am. Give me Iceland. You lost it for me, Gunnar. You lost it for yourself. Oof. That was uh, a little bit Irish, but we'll take it. Yeah, I don't know. My, uh, my accents aren't very good. Next game we got here, Wales versus Belgium. A uh, bunch of stars versus the bigger star. Yeah. Um, Belgium has a team chock full of talent. Um, 
they've underperformed thus far. And I don't know about you, but I was almost positive that Wales was part of England. I didn't know they were two separate countries. You know, if you told me either way, I'd probably believe you. And because I'm the type of guy that wants to just act like I know what I'm talking about. It's it's done well for you so far. Yeah, and I guess yeah, Wales they got their own soccer team over there. Gareth Bale, um, they're, I mean, he's one of the best players in the world. He's obviously their best player. Um, probably more. Maybe the best player on the field, but Belgium just has might have too much firepower for him. So you taking Belgium? Give me Belgium. Ah, go ahead and give me Wales. Um, yeah, I bet you will take the Welsh. Upset. No, I don't even know if that's Welsh. No, I have no idea. No, that was good. Upset alert. Wales, baby. Give me him. Uh, you'll take him. And the last one we got here is uh, Poland versus Portugal. Cristiano Ronaldo versus Robert Lewandowski. And yes, I know. People are going to call me out on this, but this is a fact. I was compared looks-wise to Cristiano Ronaldo, and it might be one of the biggest compliments I've ever received. BMAC, do you see it? Uh, you know, all right, you took the hat off, and you've got this look on your face. Yep, give me it. Kind of like you had a little bit too much red Gatorade, got a little bit of heartburn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh... uh it doesn't look like Cristiano Ronaldo. No, well, I don't know what that uh, no, what, uh, that guy was talking about. No, when I have a haircut and have my hard part and shave my beard, I look like him. Okay, just just, just shut up and go with it. I, I, I just I just I just can't go with it because he's Cristiano Ronaldo and he looks great. So you heard it here first, folks. BMAC agrees that I look like Cristiano Ronaldo. So let's. Uh, but anyway, give me give me Portugal. Did you see uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's two goals the other game? He had that cute little yeah. back heel and that sick mm. header. The guy's unreal. It was hot. He makes it look so good, too. He does. He really does. He, he plays the game. Uh, he gives it a little sex appeal. Mm, and I like it. Anyway, Soccer needed a little sex boost there. It does. It does. Um, anyway, let's... Uh, um, uh, we can touch on Messi. Uh, I know he is the, probably the best player in the world. One of the that best. was kind of rough, the way they lost that one. I mean, Argentina's lost it to Germany. Uh, if you didn't see it, Copa America, Argentina loses in PK's... Uh, with Messi stepping up to hit a free kick after Chile missed a free kick, and he just skies it over the bar. Yep. Huge miss, and they go up. They end up losing PKs. That's like the second straight loss to uh, Chile in the uh, Copa America. And then they already lost the World Cup a couple years ago to Germany, too. They're just losing big games left and right. Messi retired. Yep, Messi retired from international soccer, and then half of the um, Argentinian team followed suit. So Argentina, Argentina is in a world of hurt. And some call it a some call it a bitch move. Um, I was reading up about it. I guess there's a lot of like weird logistical factors that like they have flight problems and hotel problems. And who, who the hell knows what happens in those third world countries? But I think whatever. Messi is one of the best players ever to play the game. So that's that's kind of big news. Um, I think he'll I think he'll come to his senses and come back for the for the FIFA World Cup. Can he defect and go to Iceland? Oh, I would love that. No, yeah. I mean, who knows, dude? Who knows? Um, so anyway, uh, Iceland, good segue to a couple big, big headlines in hockey. Uh, first one, we had, um, Steven Stamkos. Ice soccer, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but, uh, Steven Stamkos, um, big time star on the Tampa Bay Lightning, was a free agent and, um, was, was looking really, really good to go to the Boston Bruins. And I was almost souped. And then he pulled the old bait and switch and just signed a eight-year deal with 
the Lightning. So he's staying staying in Tampa Bay for the rest of his career. It looks like. Yeah, that was just the uh, uh, that was just the wife going out with the guy from work to to get a new diamond ring or something. There, that was that was the oldest trick in the book. Yep, it was cruel. So good news for our buddy Colonial Foot Soldier. I'm sure he's happy. God knows he's in Peru, Machu Picchu somewhere. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Kid's a traveler. Kid's a traveler. You know, give him that. Um, anyway, so that brings us to the bigger, the biggest news of the day. Um, my Nashville Predators, or I guess my adopted team, um, traded the face of their franchise away. Shea Weber, best defenseman in the league. But in return, they got P.K. Subban, who is an amazing player in, in his own right. Yeah, so PK, I mean, it's defender to defender here. We were talking about this earlier, just uh, kind of a money swap uh, salary move. Um, But I mean, I don't, you know, how much are you, how much are you missing here? PK Subban's a a stud. Shea Weber's a stud. Yep, they had their their statistics since 2011 put up, and they were identical in um, points and then plus minus. um, You know, so that the Predators are saving some money there. I think it's time for a change. The Preds have been a great team for a while now, but haven't been able to get over the hump. So hopefully this new uh, this new face coming down to Nashville will bring them some luck. Yeah, you know, I mean, I uh, I don't know as much about hockey as I should, but uh, I do know the names P.K. Subban and Shea Weber. So when I saw that push notification come through on the phone, I was like, oh, shit. What do you know? <laughs> oh, shit. Hockey trade. Must have been a big one. Yeah, it was, it was, dude. So anyway, that's all the hockey news we have for you as we – you know, have put it, we are not the biggest hockey heads out there, but we try. We're trying here. I mean, you know, all you hockey guys out there, we gave you some news. They're not even playing right now. Yeah. You're welcome. What do you want from me, all right? Anyway. I mean, come on. Let's, I'm, I'm not, you, know what I, you know what I am, though, and I know what you are. Kind of a little bit of a baseball guy. I am a baseball guy. So, so uh, baseball st- this week, um, I know you're a little bit worried about your socks and their pitching. Uh, what's yes. the deal there? David Price not doing too well? The Porcello not living up to his name? Um, oh, my God, dude. David Price sucks. Um, hey, you're welcome, <laughs> for the, you're welcome for the 216 mil. I didn't know that bought me a 5.21 ERA. Oh, but um, the Sox, um, we're in first place coming into the month. Um, they're on a big, big slide. They're five and a half back from Baltimore now. Um, David Price gets lit up every time out. And he had 10Ks today, which is weird, but um, Porcello actually pitched good yesterday. They got the win yesterday, and um, I don't know if it was good enough for that four-year $82 million extension, but it's a start. $82 million extension, that was confirmed. That was confirmed. Um, ori- Not 78. Originally, we said 78. That was me off a whim, so give me some credit there. But the Red Sox pitching, it's gross. I mean, Tampa Bay, one of the worst teams in the league, knocked Eddie Rodriguez back down at Pawtucket. Um, Clay Buckles is a shell of mold self. And Joe Kelly is in the DL. Our best pitcher is Stephen Wright, the knuckleballer. So who knows? Uh, that's never a good sign. No. I mean, Wakefield, Wakefield, it was always good to have Wakefield in the rotation, but he was never the ace. No, no, he was a good number three, four start. But in other news, I remember a couple podcasts ago, I made the outrageous claim that the Sox would send seven to the All-Star game. Along it was the, outrageous. It, it was, was outrageous. No, it, was, it wasn't. Now, let me, let, me, let, me, let me counter. It wasn't outrageous because as of yesterday, the Sox have four starters starters 
on the American League All-Star team. Mookie Betts, Jackie Bradley Jr., Xander Bogarts, the X-Man, and yours truly, Big Poppy, David Ortiz. And at the time I made that prediction, I didn't know David Price was going to suck. I didn't know Craig Kimbrell would be given one save opportunity every other month. And Travis Shaw, a.k.a. the mayor of Ding Dong City, was playing out of his mind. He's since then cooled down a lot, but he's still playing well. So who knows? And, you know, who knows? They might send Dustin. Right, it wasn't that outrageous, but it was thank outrageous. You. I mean, right, seven you. players on the All-Star team. Who What's knows? the most on that? I, I don't. I, it had to be like the Yankees back in like the nineties. You know, who knows? Uh, Never thought I would say this, but I wish background BVD was here to tell me that at the end of this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't be getting those stern, scolding looks right now. So, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dad. Yeah, quit saying asshole. Yeah, sorry, Dad. But anyway, um, <laughs> hey, who knows? Stephen Wright could still make the team. So could Pedroia. So I might, I might not be far off. I love Pedroia. Love him. Guy plays the game the right way. He's a laser show. The laser show kid. He's There's already Capicola on the uh, Pedroia. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's the man. <laughs> you remember that commercial? Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, those guys in the Boston Deli just making sandwiches, and they're just putting Capicola on everything. God. Uh, that was a stupid commercial. Boston, I don't know what that was for. Boston's so tight. So let's, uh, let's switch gears and go over to the NL and go over to your Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Braves? Kids got hot there for a second. Went like uh, 8 for 11, and then... Uh, uh, run into the even hotter Cleveland Indians who walked into it with a nine-game win streak. They're going to walk out of it with a 12-game win streak. Um, kind of ran into a brick wall there. But Freeman's coming around, uh, which is nice to see because he's all we got. Nick Markakis Nick Markakis is, is a doubles machine, and he's not going to be on the team probably much longer. Um, talking about trading Julio Tehran, who is having a year yeah, right now. I feel bad for him. They need to trade him. Yeah, I mean, it's the thing is, is we're asking for such a huge haul in return because he has a, he right now has a like five year five years left on his contract, and like twenty eight million dollars left to pay out. I mean, yeah. it is a it is the best contract for any starting pitcher the way he's pitching right now. It's not even close. I would love the Red Sox to grab him at the trade deadline, which isn't that inconceivable because and they're right now. Well, the Red Sox have a lot of hitting, and that's what they're asking for. They're yeah. asking for an an MLB ready bat, like a bat that is. Yep. Plug and play immediately. Yeah, so I wouldn't hate that. They're either going to get Sonny Gray from Oakland, um, Julio Teron, or, or another quality arm at the trade deadline, which we need desperately. Yeah, and Sonny Gray, Sonny Gray's a good player too. I like yep. Sonny Gray. Yeah, I like him too. You catch, uh, you catch Lonnie Chisholm's absolute bomb tonight. Oh my God! Yeah, I turned the TV on, and that's the only thing I saw. We got a uh, Joel De La Cruz making his first start MLB debut today. Uh, Braves are probably going to set the record for MLB debuts by a starting pitcher this year. Uh, and De La Cruz, I turn on the TV, five and two-thirds innings, so we got two third, two outs uh, in the sixth. Nobody on, 0-1 count to Lonnie Chisenhall, just trying to check in the game, see what we got going on. <laughs> Thinking, all right, De La Cruz, way to go, buddy. Nine years in the minors, well spent. Looks like you figured it out down there. First pitch. 87-mile-per-hour frisbee right over the middle plate, and Lonnie Chisinau hit a ball that hasn't landed yet. Uh, so that's pretty much what it's like watching the Braves for me. That thing was deep. That was one of the farthest balls I've ever seen hit, and it was towering, too. It was like one of those old home runs you see, like, Babe Ruth hit that just goes, like, 8,000 feet in the air of and lands, like, 50 rows up. A Vladimir Guerrero shot. 
Oh, yeah, just an absolute bomb where he could have been. He was on second before that hit the seats. Vlad the Destroyer, my daddy. Vlad the Destroyer was still one of my favorite players of all time there. Batting gloves? Fuck batting gloves. Oh, what's that pitch in the dirt? Let me just (laughs) scoop it right out for a double down the line. (laughs) Oh, what's that ball deep in the gap? I'm going to throw an absolute laser beam to third and gun him out. Oh, you think you're going first to third? He's one of my favorite players of all time. That's not I love Vlad. I love Vlad. 500? What did he say? Did he hit 500? Yep. He, ha- he won the MVP on the on the Orioles, actually. Put him in the hall. What's the deal? No, is he, he up for the hall? No, he will be in a few years. He'll make the hall. He's a stud. Put him in the hall, dude. He is a boss. Yep. He has some of the greatest throws I've ever seen. I love him. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's up there with uh, Griffey Jr. Um, for non-Red Sox players that I love. But, Griffey. So, no, we can't. We can't. Still, we're saving Griffey for late. We're gonna have an all Griffey podcast. No, we're getting we're getting point. Griffey on the podcast. He's Maurice Claret's boy, so we're, he's coming. Maurice Claret. If we get Griffey on the podcast, I'm uh, I'm retiring next day. Yeah. By the way, Maurice Claret, stand up guy. Shout out to Maurice. What up, guy? Maurice, love you. Thanks for coming on again. Yeah, he was a man. What a what a pleasure that was. Um. Anyway, so parlaying off the Indians' hot record, they're twenty and six in the month of June. And they've won 12 in a row. That got us thinking about the best teams in baseball. So I'll kick it over to you. What do you think? Um, I might go with the Indians. I mean, the Cubs are still... I think the Cubs still got it. I mean, they're they're just pretty loaded. And their their pitching staff is untouchable the way Arietta is just still going. Yep. Um, John the Indians are John hot Lester's right now. And, uh, yeah, I heard a quote from Johnny Gomes, nonetheless. I love Johnny that Jones. Two, that for two weeks a year, you're going to look like the best team in baseball, and for two weeks a year, you're going to look like the worst team in baseball. Put those four weeks aside and play baseball the rest of the year, and that's going to be your real record. I'm going to get that. I like that. I'm going to get that tattoo in my forehead. Going to take up a lot of space there, Tyson. That's all right. Um, anyway, so, you, all right, I, I like Cleveland and Chicago, but um, don't forget about Texas, man. Texas has 51 wins and is dominating. I don't know. They're winning left and right. I mean, Adrian Beltre is playing out of his mind again. The guy seems to not age. They got that young kid, Nomar Mazzara, who's having a huge year. Um, Prince Fielder, who had a shitty first half of the year, has turned it on since then. And um, you Darvish, you know, one of the best pitchers out there, has been on and off the DL all year. So once he comes back, watch out. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a team that could make a run. Yep. Um, Baltimore. A 47-win team. They're five and a half up on my Red Sox. They're all, that offense is looking unstoppable. Yeah, they're breaking home run records. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, Machado, Trumbo, uh, Adam Jones, Weeders, they're, they're, uh, Jonathan Shoup. They're, they all bomb, My dude. God, that's a football team getting off the bus. Right? It's Those under- guys are huge. Those guys are all 6'5". Yep. The, the Nationals are are having a huge Nationals year. Are good. The Giants are the Giants are good. The Giants. What do you know? What is it? Surprise, e- surprise. What is it an even year? Yeah. What are they? This is this is one of those World Series years for the Giants. Yeah. God. Madison Bumgarner is a beast. Um, he wanted to be in the home run derby. He made a big deal about that. Um, they're like, I like it. They're like, oh yeah, you know, uh, yeah, we'll do a pitcher's home run derby. He's like, no, no, no. I want to be in the real home run derby. I just, I think he would get waxed. I don't know, man. He can he can rake them, and when you're he can rake, and he's big. And it's not like you're going up against pitchers throwing like sliders and curveballs and shit. They're throwing meat. God, nothing was like those days when you would just watch like that. 
Uh, I know you remember the, uh, what was it, 99 All-Star game? What, in Fenway? Uh, Fenway? Mark, McGu- yeah, Mark you know, McGuire. Just Mark McGuire parking him over the street. You mean hitting him on a Route 93? <laughs> that was, you, I remember I had, a, I had an old VHS that was like the 1999 season year in review that I would just pop in from time to time. Those guys were so roided up, it was ridiculous. Um, side note, can I borrow that VHS? Do you still have it? I don't know where the hell it is. I, I got to have it somewhere. And, I, you know, the bigger the bigger problem is, is I don't know where – where's a VCR these days? You're right. That's a, that, that's the um, – that is a real question. But that, that All-Star game, you remember Pedro just throwing heat, striking out five out of six All-Stars in a row. Your boy, Teddy Ball game, Teddy Williams coming on the field. Every other ball player is like a little kid around him. That was special. That was the best. That All-Star was awesome. Game. That, that was, was awesome. really cool. That was awesome. So, yeah, they brought out the uh, the All Century team. I yep. mean, it was everybody. It wasn't just how it was. Uh, Hank Aaron was yep. out there. Pete Rose, um, Frank Robinson, all sorts of studs. That was cool. I need to find that VHS and see if I can. What do you burn it onto a DVD? What do you do nowadays? How does know, that work? Let's play a little slumber party. We will get together, pop some popcorn, do some other extracurricular curriculars, and uh, and go ahead and watch that thing start to finish. Maybe maybe you can find it on YouTube or something. No, it's on Point. it's on, it's on the dark. You think it's on the dark web? No, it's on YouTube. I've, I've watched it before on YouTube. <laughs> we uh, what else we got in baseball? Um, don't got much of baseball. That was pretty much it. Uh, I think that was a good coverage. We yeah. got a, we got a lot of uh, other teams mentioned in there instead of the Braves and Red Sox. But yep. you know, yep. Uh, what do you want from me? Yeah, the, the Astros are are looking. I mean, they're nine back, but they're looking pretty good as of late. They swept the, they swept <laughs> the Angels this week. I'm always kind of pulling for the Astros. Yep. Jose Altuve is one of the best players in baseball. Definitely the best second baseman, making an MVP push. Um, Carlos Correa is a stud. Uh, George Springer. Yeah, they're loaded with just young yeah. talent. They got a great back end of the bullpen. Ken Giles, Luke Gregerson. So I think they'll be around. They'll be around for a while. And it sucks. They'll be around. They're in the American League now. But anyway, um, I know we had some uh, some big news in the NBA today. What you got on that? Yeah, we got a bunch of free agency moves now that the season's over. Um, LeBron opted out of the final year of his contract. Interesting. Um, I think it's a position play, honestly, because, I mean, in his defense, he can do whatever the hell he wants now. He stayed true to his word, brought a, brought a trophy, brought a championship back to Cleveland for the first time in 52 years. And if he wants to go to L.A., he can, but he won't. He's going to play in Cleveland one more year, and then... It's anybody's guess. Yeah, he's staying in Cleveland. I mean, that's uh, – you just want a championship. Why not try and win another? I mean, it's not like any situation is better than that one is. He just won the championship. I mean, what do you want? Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of other uh, should he stay or should he go, Kevin Durant. Uh, should I stay or should I go? Oh, a little – The Clash. Yep. Bringing brought to you by Chewbabe there. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Kevin Durant um, – He's a free agent. He's he met with the Knicks, met with the Celtics, um, Golden State. But I mean, I was I was watching Sports Center, and money wise, it makes sense for him to stay in Oklahoma City for one more year, get paid, and then go sign a max contract for two hundred thirty million somewhere else. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it it's just the best situation for him seems like Oklahoma City. I don't see why he would leave. You know, like I mean, he's got Westbrook there. Like why? I don't think they can co- coexist, though. That's my thing with him. I've always said that. I think they can. I think Golden State just turned out to be really, really good. <laughs> I mean, they just got Victor Oladipo, your Indiana Hoosier boy. 
I do love Oladipo. I love him that too. He can fly. Yeah, he's he he's the man, dude. I I, got, I love Oladipo. Um, Oladipo was on that sick Indiana team. Yeah, yeah. that was that was. They sent, that was kind of that was kind of a cool move. I mean, Ibaka. Yeah. They sent Serge Ibaka packing, but I mean, I it, I don't know. I think they're getting ready for life without Russell Westbrook or Kevin Durant with that move. Um, it's all, it's not a bad play. They need a two guard anyway, so yeah. why not? Yeah, I mean, and Oladipo's Oladipo's a good player too. Not just that we love him. I mean, he's he can play. Yeah, he can he can flat out play. And um, I I speak for the rest of. Uh, the country besides Oakland, California, when I say if Kevin Durant goes to the Golden State, he'll be hated more than LeBron. Yeah, I mean, that would be – I would hate that move so much. I mean, just because – I mean, Steph Curry is thought to be probably a better player than Kevin Durant, so he wouldn't be – it wasn't like LeBron leaving and going and he was still the best player. Kevin Durant, you don't know, you even know if he's the best player on the team anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I mean – I, I, I don't like Steph Curry, so I'm not going to go into that. But uh, I'm glad he lost. Let's just say that. Um, so let, let's uh, let's round it out with the uh, the Olympic basketball team. Who's not attending? Who is attending? So, yeah, I mean, who's not attending Some big versus names. who is going would be one hell of a game. Um, big names that aren't going so far um, are actually confirmed. LeBron, understandable. The guy has played more minutes than pretty much anybody in the NBA over the last, like, 15 years, so yep. who cares? Um, I get it. Just won a championship, probably want to chill. Uh, Steph Curry, he was a little hobbled there at the end of the season. I get that, too. Um, Kawhi Leonard withdrew his name from consideration. I don't really see why, but I wouldn't mind having him there. I like him I like him a lot. Former U- University of San Diego Aztec. I mean, that's just, I don't see any other team in this, you know, uh, this tournament that has more than one player, and that's just a, hey, Kawhi, go guard him, and then we win, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, let's get real. They're going to win either way, so. Yeah, they're going to win regardless. But let's, uh, uh, let's Kobe's win. not going? I thought that might have been cool. Maybe Kobe yeah. that retires and goes back. That would tight. Yeah, that would have been cool. I would have liked that. But uh, let's, uh, let's run through the starters. We got uh, um, starters. I don't know who the, I was looking at the team, and we ran through a starting lineup earlier, but I'm not sure if that would be the starting no, no, lineup. No, no, it is. I mean, it is. It's going to be Kyrie at the point, Clay Thompson at the two, uh, Kevin Durant at the three, Draymond Green at the four, and your boy Boogie Cousins at the five. Which Who is can a, handle Boogie Cousins? No, but no which, which one of those Euro trash can, players can handle him? Answer, no, nobody. That guy's huge. I mean, as long as he just... I, it, they, he shouldn't, I don't even care if he like plays within the team. Just go dominate. That guy is so much better than everybody else on the court. Yeah. So I mean that's I mean let's get real we we could send I mean, we could backing send these, that up we got Kyle Lowry Demar Derozan Melo Jimmy Butler Clay I mean DeAndre Jordan I mean this team yeah this is a gold medal team yeah I mean you could send the um, Atlanta Hawks D League <laughs> team to Rio and I'm pretty sure they'd win yeah I think they would uh, have a pretty easy time there so uh, yeah I think we're making a pretty bold move by taking. Team USA to win the gold, huh? You're not taking Lithuania? Uh, no, not this year. You know, I'm just not sure about their backcourt. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, covered some... uh, the Olympic team. Uh, and uh, you know what that brings us into? Where are they now? Yes, sir. And with the Olympics coming up and the Olympic basketball team, the championship just happening, we uh, figured we'd go... With a little basketball, 
This week we got Latrell Sprewell on the docket. You remember Latrell? I do. I love Latrell. He was a he was a big part of that Nick those New York Nick teams. Yeah, he uh, started off his career with Golden State. Um, career stats: eighteen four and four. Not bad at all. Had a great year in uh, 96-97. Uh, 24-6-4. Played with Minnesota. Hell of a year. Played with Minnesota for a while there. But, uh, you know what I didn't really remember uh, so well happening with Latrell Sprewell is he ended up coach, or, uh, choking his coach, P.J. Carlissimo, yep. and getting suspended the rest I, of the year. I actually, I actually remember that. I mean, what was I missing out on that? And then he goes to New York. <clears throat> has a couple more problems there. I mean, he just couldn't get it together, I guess. No, he was a, he was a, head, uh, ca- he was a head case. Head case, but once again, this is where are they now? Now, what were they then? So what is he doing now? So nowadays, Latrell Sprewell um, has run into a little bit of money problems. Uh, after making about $100 million in his career, it's suspected that he's got about $50,000 in the bank account right now. Ouch. Uh, on August 30th, 2006, there was a claim by a 21-year-old female that uh, she and Sprewell were having consensual sex aboard his 70-foot yacht named Milwaukee's Best when Sprewell began to strangle her. That Ooh. that coincides with him strangling the coach, so it's in his history. I don't I don't see that. Yeah, I see it. Got a bit of it. No. Wait, he has, the, a, uh, he has a 70. The police indicated that he would not face any charges. He, refiled, he uh, filed a restraining order. Maybe nothing happened there, but Wait, you know. Backtrack. He, he's, a, he's a seventy-foot yacht called Milwaukee's Best, which is oh all, yeah. Which, I which didn't is, mean to gloss over the fact that he had a seventy-foot yacht which named is, Milwaukee's Best, which is awesome. <laughs> but hold on, how is he only worth fifty grand now? A seventy-foot yacht is easily a ten million-dollar boat. Oh yes. Uh, on let me see here. August twenty-second, two thousand seven. It was reported by multiple news agencies that Latrell Sprewell's yacht was repossessed by federal marshals after Sprewell failed to maintain payments and insurance for the vessel. Shocker. Still owed reported, uh, reportedly owed approximately $1.3 million. <laughs> yep, uh, the repo man sleeps for no one. Uh, dude, you played basketball. A yacht? What are you doing, dude? Wake up, Latrell. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a... That's where they, that's a solid where are they now, B man. Good work. Latrell Sprewell, I like that one a lot. I like Latrell Sprewell. Sometimes so usually we try and keep it light, but uh that one we gotta let you know the uh, the depths of the corruption of an NBA athlete. Yep. The highs and lows of uh, a man that comes from nothing and then is a millionaire overnight. And then reverts right back to nothing. Yep. Classic. See I'm more of a stay on the even keel kind of guy myself. Yeah, you know. Keep guessing. So yeah, so uh, you know that's a pretty, it's a pretty solid chunk of information there. We covered some uh, basketball, covered a lot of baseball, covered some big news in hockey, and covered some uh, football. That's soccer for those of you that aren't cultured. And yeah, yeah. the uncultured swine out there probably didn't catch that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just like that saying. I love yeah. to throw that in there. The swine, unwashed back. masses. I love it. So um, for Mac. I'm Chu. Uh, background BVD isn't here. He's uh, at home pouting right now. Because he but he sends his regards. He sends his regards. Doesn't think we'll have a podcast up tomorrow. But we will. Because that's just what we do here at Hashboards. Yep. And uh, once again, 
He's Q. I'm Mac. That'll do it for Hash It Out. We'll catch you next week. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.